Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode of Five Out. When you say Five Out, what do you mean by that? We got a lot to talk about. Obviously, the Celtics lost to the Nets the other night. We want to talk about the Rockets game as well. And just everything with the team, uh, where things stand. I want to touch on the Rookie of the Year conversation too because, of course, R.J. Barrett has like a halfway decent stretch or whatever. And then the New York media throws him into the Rookie of the Year conversation. It makes no sense at all. There's other stuff going on in New York too that we want to touch on. Uh, Bucks, Heat, Heat have beaten them twice and uh, two chances this year. So we got plenty of stuff that we're going to get to. If you haven't already, you can leave a rating review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to us, and uh, make sure you send it to us at 5OutPod on Twitter or Instagram. And let's get it going! Look, I'm just trying to be alright with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. Yeah. So we're going to spend an hour and a half today. We're going to have an extended episode just to talk about Kobe White the entire time because he was named uh, Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month for the month of February. I'm ecstatic. Over the moon about it. Ty, 
uh, blind squirrel finds a nut. Oh, that's har- that's heartless. It's heartless. He's not even. You're you're on Boylan's side then. You don't think he should come off the? Uh, you don't think he should start? I'm on neither of their sides. Mm. I, I, he should be starting, and it's probably two months overdue. He's the second best player on the roster, and Jim Boylan has should has should have made that move months ago. But it sounds like you're not even you're not even happy about Kobe White doing well. I'm never happy about Bulls basketball. They don't make me happy. It's it's I when I tune in I know I'm going to be miserable and I just it nothing changes. Not as miserable as I saw Matt the other night at the garden. He was I'm glad I wasn't there. He was pissed. He was pissed. Um with Hayward because at the, at the time I saw you things were fine. Things had not gone sideways yet in that game. But Hayward was kind of had it was what he'd been of late, you, you, know, you, you want me? You yeah, want me to start talking? Yeah, yeah, you can start talking. Yes, that'd be good. Generally, you know, back well, and I, forth. I think I'm I'm over the loss because what I thought was the most embarrassing thing, not only just giving up an 18 point lead to the Brooklyn Nets who suck, it was losing with the ball up three was whatever six seconds. That to lose that that's pretty bad. That, that foul by Smart was was. One of the dumbest plays that he's had since he's been here. Yeah, it was that was horrible. And he's, uh, he's all pissed horrible. at the refs afterwards. No, it's just, well, that's, you have Tice there. You have Robert Williams there. Why are you contesting that shot? You Why are you getting it? You learn at a young age. You don't follow jump shooter. And if he makes that, it, you either have two plans going into that. You either A, are falling when he catches the ball to put him on the line, if that's what you talked about, which it wasn't. Or B, you just put your hands up and make him make a tough shot. I mean, that literally would have been a ridiculous shot. And if he hits it, then all right, shake his hand, we go to overtime. You had two trees there contesting the shot. There's no reason that you there's, there's no reason that Marcus Smart is involved in that play. I'm sorry. The fact that you lose that game up three with the ball with six seconds is pr- and they and, called two timeouts yes, to get the Grant, ball in bounds. Grant almost screwed that one up too. He did, yeah. That one I was like, in, he's falling we, out of bounds. Fifth grade? We, you you can't get the ball in bounds in the he, NBA? He hasn't done something that dumb in a while. He has those moments oh where you wonder, God. like, this guy's Williams is a smart dude. There's no doubt about it. But there's sometimes I'm saying, how, how, how did you make that? But at that the end, of a brain fart. At the end of the day, you get over, and I'm like, it is one game. You, you can't overreact and say, like, you know, obviously it was a really bad loss, and let's just keep it at oh, that. No, 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 no. You can overreact. Everybody's everybody's overreacting. Everybody, you know, you beat a good team one night. You, you beat the Lakers by thirty, and everybody's like, "Oh, you can be in the NBA Finals." So it's like, you know, it's well, we'll see. Here's here's you my... can't have it both ways. I'm saying so. It was a mm-hmm. bad loss, but what bothered me the most last night was Gordon Haywood not coming back in the second half because he has a a bruised knee or something. Dude, are you hurt or are you injured? Like, I think this is the problem that I have with players these days. Because what actually happened with Jalen? I wanted to ask you that. What's wrong with him? He uh, strained his hamstring. It's like, dude, I mean, these guys... He's going to be out I, for at least a week. These guys are so soft, man. See, the hamstring thing, though... I, mean, I don't know. You know you don't, you don't mess around with hamstrings. You're right. But, I'm, but the Gordon thing bothers me. I don't care what anybody Why? says. I understand the Gordon That one. That is just... I mean, I watched Kobe Bryant walk off with Achilles injury. Walk off... Actually, come back on the court, shoot free throws, and then walk off. And we got a dude that Clay has a bruised knee. ACL. A bruised knee, but like, what? Like, are you mm-hmm. injured or you're hurt? There's a difference. Yeah. You can play through that. I'm sorry, like, but it, now it's like, oh, it's the regular season. Why? Why? Let's not wait. You know, all right, dude, come play. Like all those people there last night. The fact that they had to watch that—that that was the overtime. The the product that was on the floor was like a preseason goddamn game. Yeah, but I, left. I left. I left. I couldn't. I was like, this is disgusting. That, but then that goes back to Danny. Make a goddamn trade so you actually have a bench. That's your whole bench. That's you know your bench. You know what's funny? Is somebody texted me before the show 
and said, I'm predicting that Matt or Tyler is going to is going to blame Danny for not having somebody added to their bench. It's a fair criticism, I think. It, 100%. it is a fair criticism. It is a fair criticism. And you're not just saying that now because they do. It's very blatant. They need no. a guy. Like mm-hmm. people were saying that at the deadline time. Like well, they needed we, a bench scorer. We not all a big. thought they needed. They a bench don't scorer. need a big. I think it's the bench scorer. Right. Well, I mean, if you have Rob waiting in the w- the wings, you would think, okay, maybe you can get. Right. Maybe he'll work out fine. Maybe and then otherwise, you know, you have other guys that you can make it work with because they're the bench is good defensively. Like I don't. I, well, I, I'm sorry. It's supposed to be good defensively. Oh, yeah. You let up fucking they, 51 <laughs> points. To, to, I look, I mean, Come some, on, the dude, people who have been listening to the show since, the, since its inception know that I have to follow the Nets just as heavily as I have to follow the Celtics. So I know damn fucking well what those guys are capable of. They're, I told people going into that night, I must have said it at least five times before that game started, if you score 100, 116 points... You will tonight. You will beat the Brooklyn Nets, and that's what should have happened. But Marcus Smart made a dumbass foul because it would have been enough. 118 points. They should have won that game. 118 to 115 because the Nets cannot score more than 115 points without Kyrie Irving. Yeah. It was. It, it was they, not. A, it was not a good night for Marcus Smart. I, no. Some guy in front of me actually was like. It was like quiet at one point, and he was like, "Hey, Marcus," in his really Boston accent. You gonna check this guy or what? <laughs> And I was like, honestly, he's got a point. This dude's literally hit four threes in your face. Can we do something about it? <laughs> I mean, you know what the other thing is, too? And I know that I, I'm I, – I could, you could say I'm a little too pro-shemmy sometimes, but you don't bring him in till the friggin' – till overtime? Yeah, that's a good – no, that's a good – no, it's great. I mean, you, don't play the whole game. Let's throw – And then you got – you got, we have the replay of, of uh, what's-his-face, Haynes talking to Karis LeVert after the win, and he goes and drops – 26 points. And you got Timothy Luau Cabarro. Who, who, who? Timothy Luau. Oh, sounds yeah, like yeah. an interesting drink, huh? They, they can't even get his name right, by the way, at the Garden. They, I mean, that's how insignificant this guy is. He's a, There's so many. Who's that little dude Chris on Chioza, team? Because he's a two-way player. He's so He's much. a legit G League Literally a guy that's like 5'4". I, I, those guys out there, I didn't even know who they were. Luau Cabarro is a is a halfway decent tenth player on a team. Yeah, that's what he is. That's fair. He shouldn't be scoring eleven points on you in a quarter. I and then Karis Levert is mean, dropping twenty six. And then you don't bring out one of your better defenders. I'm sorry. I mean, the they plays. gave up fifty one. Yes. Yeah. They gave up fifty one points in the fourth. Right? Is that what it was? Fifty one points. Or in the second half? Well, it was it, no, what it, was no, it? No, no. So it was fifty one points in the fourth. Karis Levert scored fifty one points in the game. He scored thirty seven points between the fourth and overtime. That's really good. And that's the most ever, so, ever by a player, Ty, in the past twenty fucking years. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's, just, it's, it's, the, it's it, embarrassing. It's a terrible loss. It's t- but the, but the the and you're you're dealing with it today before the show on your you know on OMF yeah and they're in Glenn in Lou and it's to the point where I had I wanted to hear what they were doing across the street. Are we, is everybody moving the goalposts now? Or are the Celtics screwed because they lost to the Nets? Who the Nets should never be, should not beat the Celtics without Kyrie Irving. No. no no shot in hell. I don't care about the injuries. They were up by seventeen with two of your five best a players. A ninety nine percent chance to win according to ESPN. There we go. Ninety nine percent. No way you should have lost that. But everybody's now moving the goalposts. That now it's like it, it's a bad loss. It may be the worst under Stevens. Right. But I I, I mean, do you, are you listening to Glenn and them talk about it and just like a roll in your eyes over this? Like I would, yeah. There's some points where I would. Try and chime in, and I'm like, ah, you know, I'll just let them have this argument, and I'll sit it out, and I'll save it for five out. Because a lot of the times, it's like you're just having the same argument over and over again. Like with Glenn, it's a cute little team. He's so reluctant to ever change his expectations for this team ever, yeah. even though this team has clearly changed and evolved over the last two months. Like we were talking before the podcast, they've added a legit superstar without having to trade for one yep. in Jason Tatum. Yep. 
That's what Glenn said they needed was a He's superstar. saying it more than anybody. Right. I mean, he's saying it more than and so anyone. They got it. Yep. And he has not changed his view at all in this team. Yeah, not no, no. You're, you're spot on, Ty, because he's been say, he was saying last year or coming into this year, you need to have that top ten, the top five guy in the league. And now Tatum top five? No, I mean we don't. Even, none of us put him in our top ten. He's played like it the last month, but he's not there yet. Not, he's not no. solidified. But you go and say that you need that. You have that, and then you have Kemba, who is safely top twenty. Right? We're in agreement on that. Kemba safely top yes. twenty. Okay, well, would you put him top 15? Because I don't know if I'd put him top 15. No, 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 he's not top 15. He, he's no. top 20. Okay, so top, but you need, you have a top, a guy who's in the top 15 right now, another guy who's in the top 20, and then Jalen who's, you know. Top fl- 40. He's flirting with it, with all that, right? He's he's doing, he's averaging 20 a game and he's a good defender. Then you have Smart. This team. Like, this is this, what you, that's what you need, I though. know, but this team, this, I don't know. Saturday's loss hurt me a lot, too. By the way, by the way, let me just get on this mic real quick. (laughs) I personally watched James Harden the whole game. Do you know how many times he drove to the right? How how many? Twice. Do you want to know what the end result of those two drives were? What? One was Jason Tatum blocking it so hard off the backboard, (laughs) I think they needed to replace it. The other time, Tice blocked it into the third row. How the hell do teams let James Harden score 50 points? He is so he's one-handed. It's he, just factual that James he Harden can't, has a He really score can't than go le- he really can't go right. His moves are this. He either drives left all the way to the rim and somehow, you know, the NBA defense you just let him go all the way to the rim. Or if he goes right, it's a step back three. It's it's that simple. Huh. I can't believe guys can't I mean I think the Celtics guarded him pretty well. He only had like 17 points. Yeah, no. Russ was a freaking man child. He's so he's um, oh my, he's so much fun to watch. Oh my god, is he a freak? He's an absolute psycho. But and Harden, they, they Harden is him. so overrated. I'm sorry. I'm I'm done. He's so overrated. Don't mm-hmm. tell me he's this great score because I watched him the whole game, like trying not to be like biased at how much I hate him. He really just doesn't do it for me. He, he really d- hide it well. I gotta he say doesn't that. Do, but did I, anybody if you have like if you have a basketball IQ did anybody watch that game and be like yeah this guy is unbelievable and it's just factual that James Harden he is takes a horrible shots he he airballed one and then he shot one off the side of the backboard that, I mean that, when I watch that game right away I'm thinking Russ is the one that sets the tone for oh that team oh my god that guy, no he is an absolute just freak Harden operates like on his own little island and then you hope that he does well and then everybody else follows Russ because PJ Tucker plays the same kind of way he does in terms of the intensity and everything wow, that, that, uh, that dude's a bad man PJ Daniel Tucker. House same thing I mean that guy's that guy's a tough bastard too like they all play yeah. similar to us they're all bullies what, out there what, what I Covington. took what I took away from that game though other than that Harden stuff is Gordon Hayward just absolutely disappeared in that game. He was he was pretty good in the first half at like 15, 16 points. I don't even know if he played in the third or fourth quarter. If he did, let me know because he wasn't out there. Yeah, I know he missed a pretty important corner three. Oh, you brought that up. Dude, he was, he wanted, <laughs> he'd rather shit his pants than shoot that. He didn't want That's why I'll give Marcus Smart. At least, at least Marcus Smart yes. has balls. Like, dude. Gordon Haywood's so soft. Like he's so. I'm done with him. Like he's Gordon just, is the most unselfish yeah. of all our five main players. But that's I've said it a million times. He just, that's a problem. He disappears, man. Yes. He really does. When you're not the point guard, you just you you. And it's a problem. And you're what, that unselfish. And what what else bothered me in that game? Two other things. Like quickly, one, how many threes they shot? I know the rock. That's the Rockets game. The Rockets took like forty something threes. The Celtics took like thirty five. And the problem I had with that was down the stretch at least. It was everything was, and I know the NBA is one on one, but it was like so one on one that they started playing like the Rockets, like no movement 
away from the ball. Everybody was just standing and watching. A, that was not a good game for Tatum. Yeah, no. And but to like his. Like, I mean, from my defense to him, it's like no one else was moving, right? They were just standing nope. like, hey, Tatum, go get a bucket. And it's like, and then my other point to that is they weren't driving. Mm-hmm. The, the Rockets have no rim protection. P.J. Tucker's six seven. Right. Go to the rack. Yeah, that's that's a game where, look, Brown didn't shoot well either. Neither did Marcus. I mean, Marcus Brown went five for 15 from three. But that's a game where, A, not having Kemba hurts big oh, time. Oh, definitely. That that was glaring. But that's a game where, I mean, I think Jalen Brown's got to step up big. Because P.J. Tucker is one of the better defenders in the freaking league. Whether or not he gets all defensive, because he should have last year and he didn't. But whether or not he gets that recognition, he's a tough guy to, to freaking deal with. That's where Jalen needs to step up, and he didn't in that game. No. I, I mean, that's I, I, still Tatum starts with him. But, I mean, I look at Jalen in that one, too, big time. I mean, and, and but, then Hayward, too. But it's, is. And it's another game, too, that they, you know, halftime, they just come out so... And I, I don't think they did it yesterday. It was more like the fourth quarter where they just imploded. But ah. the, the Celtics Rockets game. <laughs> they had Jalen, too. I mean, I know he was hurting. So, Celtics Rockets game, though, they, they were up like 13 going in the half, and then they just did yeah. the typical, like, they didn't come out with any urgency in the third. Then it was a close game. And, you know, they were lucky to get in overtime. It was, oh, that was a great play. I was like, yeah, it was freaking bullshit. And the ball bounced that up. That never happens. No, yeah. they got lucky. I mean, it was a great shot by Brown. It was clutch. Mm-hmm. But it was lucky that it even got to that point. You must have been so satisfied seeing a small ball team do well. Because that falls right in with all your analytics bullshit. Well, the Rockets, if I don't watch them, I actually enjoy their brand of basketball. Because they shoot <laughs> efficient shots. If I don't watch the Rockets, I enjoy their brand of basketball. Because on paper, they do what I want them to do. That is the dumbest Dude, thing. Dude, if, I mean, you, watched, proves, if you watched... If you watched... That's my whole point. The Celtics did everything in that game to let the Rockets win. They I, did. I, on the counter, I think there was five instances. Two were Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon shot an air ball. He also shot uh, one off the side of the please backboard. Please do not slander Eric Gordon. He's a Hoosier. I just did. And Harden literally yeah, did the same next. thing. The, the type of shots they take are so bad. Mm. Like, they got the house guy... Like you got him just chucking that that's your best offense him just chucking up some three? Yeah, why not? Like Ty said it's uh. he, it's enjoyable when you're not watching it. That is honestly that is freaking it's, analytics it's, basketball it's, it's, in it's, a nutshell. It's horrible basketball. It's, the only person in that game that I enjoyed watching on the Rockets was Westbrook cuz he just literally imposed his will. He's, he and got well, to the rim. I, when I got wrote, to the rim, not threes. Got right? to the rim. Well, that's why when I when I was and I mean he's got <laughs> he's the only guy that shoots a bank shot anymore too from yeah. mid-range. I mean but but what? I was going to say, what do you think of the Celtics like, leaving him open? Like, t- t- please take that jump shot. Like, they were leaving him excessively yeah, I, that's open. That's what I would do I, early I would, in the game. Yeah. I would do. I wouldn't want him getting to the rim. He's a nightmare when he gets to the he rim. He is. A, he's an animal. I mean, like, I, I would absolutely. I, look, as much as it's his mid range is better than his three point shot, I'm still giving him that all day because it's just, it's still not. I almost feel like with a guy that that, that's that quick and explosive, when you back off that much, like, it gives him more room. Is it, is it crazy to think that's harder to guard him rather than staying he, up on him and I, then containing I w- him? I would agree with that, Ty. I yeah. think it is because you're, gi- you're giving him too much space. He's getting, like, a full head of steam. He's in a running start to go by you. And, and you know? like, mm-hmm. and Westbrook's the type of guy, which I've always respected of him, he's just, he's got that, that Mamba mentality. He's just, he's so competitive. Yeah, like you said he gets he gets them going. Well, that's why when I was writing about it afterwards, I mean the thing that hits me is like those guys just came in there, and as much as they got that slow start, they said no, 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 this is our game, we're taking it, get yeah. the get the fuck out of our way. Now I'm not saying the Celtics need to go and turn into that. They're not that. As much as smart like is similar to Russ and Beverly and all those ways how they try to be tough and shit. He they're not that, but they need that kind of animal in them a little bit to get them to that next level. That's what the Rockets have. And, I mean, 
I don't know that you they necessarily should, but they do. And that's why Russ went in the Western Conference. Say what you will. LeBron went there. I get it. They suck, but that's also partially on LeBron in his first year. He didn't make the postseason. Does Russ have those same problems? And I, I know he had Paul George, but I mean, come on. He's still with the Thunder. It's a, it's a little bit different. I mean, LeBron's supposed to be the greatest greatest ever. But I, I, I love watching him. I love watching him get after it. He's he is an yeah, animal. No, I, I mean he does some dumb shit sometimes, but well, no. I'll never I'll never <laughs> take I love guys that just set the tempo like that, man. He he just said all night I'm getting to the rack. There ain't nothing you can do. He did this after he scored, a little baby motion. <laughs> rocking the rocking the cradle. Rocking the cradle, putting you to bed. Yeah. Um but going back, well, I mean, looking at either of those games, the big thing that comes up out of all of it is I would say the bench is the, is the one thing that keeps coming up over and over with this team that we continue to hit on. I mean, it's, whether it's the bench scoring, um, you know, just in general not having enough quality players or whatever. My thing is you have six guys who can score on this team. I mean, Tice is not—he's a 10-point score, you know, 10 points per game or whatever. Right. That's the best you're getting normally. But when you have Smart who can score 15 a game for you, have Hayward who should be able to score 15 a game for you, and then you have the other three guys who are 20-plus— I'm not necessarily looking for my bench scoring, and I, I, I'm starting to wonder where everybody keeps complaining about that—that that the, the the lack of offense off the bench. Maybe again, not to continue to make Gordon the guy, the focal point, but maybe that's where the real issue is. Because if you have six guys who can score, you should be fine. I want some guys who are more defensive minded after that. That's why I'm fine with Shemi not being the greatest, like you know, offensive talent or whatever, or or Robert Williams or whatever. No, I, I agree. With you. I just don't think they have like. A legit offensive threat off the bench. Well, I mean, Smarts are technically their guy and off I, the bench. And I don't, yeah, and he's more of a defense. He should be. Mm-hmm. You know, Brad, that, that's the thing I have with Brad about that. Like, people complain about Marcus Smart. I'm done with the, the Marcus Smart. You know, he shoots too much. It's not his fault, man. They, they let him do this. But mm-hmm. the 29 threes over the last two games the is absurd. I, I'm with yeah. you, Ty, but at, so if the coach doesn't say shit to you, aren't you going to keep doing it? Yes. Yeah, and I think that's what the shot that Brad wants. Hey, you're open. You proved you can make them. No, and make my, them my, I've always said this about Marcus Smart. If it's a catch in rhythm, catch and shoot three, I'm okay with it. He's not a terrible three point shooter. It's no, the bullshit a, when average. he comes when it's off the dribble and he's acting like you're not Kemba, bro. No, nope. you're not Tatum. If nope. it's not catch and shoot, not move the ball nope. or yeah, attack the basket. No dribble pull up threes for Marcus Hell Smart no. ever. Hell no. I saw no, someone. No. Hell the, no. I saw someone put the stat out that he's apparently pretty good at that too. And that's and this is where you run no, into the problems with no, the stat stuff. No, no, the, the dribble pull up three. Yeah, well, he's apparently not. He's apparently pretty good at that too. I feel like he only takes no. those when like the defense is sagging off him like early in the shot clock. He's like, well, if you're gonna do that, I'll take it. And it's like, well, he, he had a he, possession last night, and I, it's stuck in my head. Ty brought it up, came off a, a ball screen with Tice. Tice pops. Both guys went with Smart. Easily just kick it back to him, not for even for a shot, just to get some motion, right? Or now Tice drives, you know. Creates offense for somebody else, whatever. Because you're putting the defensive predicament. Because Smart draw two guys with him. Mm-hmm. Nope. Smart kept the ball. Literally dribbled the whole goddamn shot clock out and then chucked a three. It's, going. What, it's what we that, hate about James Harden. I mean, that's, yep. exactly. And that's bullshit. That's horrible offense. I don't... I mean, even if Harden... Your best player took it. If Kemba took it. Because you know what? None of those guys got involved. And in the entire offense, you get that shot whenever you want. And, like, for me personally, if I had to play defense, you know, that last possession, grind out, get a stop, and now I have to come down and watch you dribble the shit out of the ball and then chuck it, 
Why the hell would I want to go back and play defense again? When you look at how they've the, this the top five players in the Celtics have only played what nineteen games, where it's all of them. That's one of those things where that that's, that, that's, that's concerning. Issue. That's concerning. That's one of those things that I get worried about. Is what is Smart going to look like when it's those five out there? Because it's different, right? Because you're coming off the bench, you're playing with different guys. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be shooting. No, you would think he shouldn't be shooting as much. Fifteen threes in a game. Come on. Now, that sounds concerning. They've only played less than 20 games as a full roster together, but couldn't you make the case that that is actually reason for optimism? Yeah. Because this team hasn't peaked. They haven't played together. They're in basically the first month of the full group playing together in terms of experience. So, like, they haven't. I don't. I, nobody can claim they've peaked so far. You cannot claim that. This, I, team, this team should I, get I better. I agree with you, the year. but Ty, but don't you think that. If you haven't seen what you have as as a collective group, we don't honestly know what they could. Yeah, right. yeah you're right. It, it they could late. be they could be better or shit. It could be it could be a disaster. I don't think it. I, I think I hate to be like this. I think you both have points, like valid points. I, I I think I don't think it'll be a disaster though. But what I'm saying is, but it could not live up to standard. Is what I'm saying. Right. My my concern is just the the habits that some of these guys are developing Correct. when they're out there with certain mm-hmm. individuals. Now, Smart's going to come. The other thing is we've seen. When they're all out there together, what usually happens is Smart goes in and Cantor comes in. I'm assuming we're going to start seeing more and more of Robert Williams because Cantor, holy shit. He was, he was terrible. Holy to, shit. This is, and, this, and this is where, and this is where Ty, where they, we, hear, we hear the criticism uh, from any of the, the radio hosts, whether it's here or across the street. About right? what? About the, about the green teamers, right? Yes. And Celtics fans are fans. How you choose to be a fan is your prerogative. Like, we have one of our loyal listeners, right? Philly Philly J, right? Mm-hmm. He loves to shit on Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, but he loves the Celtics, right? But that's his thing. But then we have, uh, there's plenty of other people who tie has to take fucking calls from that are like, the Celtics are the greatest things since sliced bread. Mar- Peter and Jamaica Plain. Okay, yeah, elect Marcus Smart for freaking president, right? They're fans. But when we have, in the middle of the season, when Cantor has shown, oh, you know what? He looks a little bit better defensively. We acknowledge it here. We absolutely, right? You acknowledge it. Not, I know I did. Not last night he didn't. No, last night he didn't. I and thought Tanner was great. And that's my point, is you go into, like, when I, when. Because what when is, there but are what is bold defense, takes, When there are bold, yes, we can get into that in a second. When there are bold takes, like, the, I understand that. I made a bold take with after the Lakers game saying the Celtics are contenders. I understand that. But see, that shit gets watered down when everybody's saying, Gordon's back. Gordon's not back. He's not. When people say Cantor's actually pretty good defensively because of this number, that number. He's not. Give it time. Give it fucking time. What, is, what has happened? What did we he, see against he, the friggin' Nets? Well, you know what it is. He's... I almost swore. You can swear. I've sworn nah, like 15 it's times. All good. It's good. I want to keep it PG for the listeners out there. Anyway, I'm sorry, everybody. No, I don't but, care about you. <laughs> he, That's what Matt basically he, just told you Defense all. is a mindset. A-hole. Defense is a mindset. You know that because you like playing defense. I love it. Cantor, like, how can you say someone's good defensively is when they pick and choose when to play? My buddy that I was with last night made a great point. He's like, you know, he's so athletic on the offensive end, gets rebounds, all this stuff. Then you watch him on defense, and it's like, it doesn't make sense how he's not a de- at least a decent defender. I don't get it. He's he mo- I mean, he's he's definitely moved worse, moving around worse since he got that groin injury or whatever it was. Right. Whatever. And but that still, affects you. He just doesn't right. even. He yeah. just doesn't but even it, look like he wants to play defense. It, that's what I was gonna say. It, there's more to it. it. I don't. I don't. I mean, he's I don't not trust a him. dog. He's not. No, he's not. But Ro- Robert Williams. Looks. He played okay. Uh, that, last well, night. his first game back. Yeah, he his first game okay back, and night. he's getting banged around by DeAndre Jordan, who can. St- 
That 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 bastard still oh, gets after DeAndre it. DeAndre Jordan, dude, he still banks nine million dollars for that guy. Please, ten actually. It's yeah. even worse. Um, for ten, six points and twelve rebounds, congrats. Right, well, but he's still. I'm saying he still rebounds, yeah, and he can still throw guys around. And he was doing that to Cantor, who's supposed to be the strong dude, and he's throwing Cantor around like it's nothing. What a night for Ennis Cantor. But. How do we feel about Rob being back? Because I thought that was a halfway decent start. He caught a few lobs, a few tip slams. He only played nine minutes. Scored what was it, eight points? No, I, I I thought it's a good it's a good addition. I I like him more than Canner. I do. Yes. Um, but no one's want no one wants to talk about how bad Wanamaker was last night. Oh, I mean, I, was I listen. I know, I know, pe- <laughs> I know. People think I'm crazy. But come on now, I, I got more people coming my way. By the way, I don't doubt you do. J- J- JC said last night he's coming on the squad. He's coming on the Wanamaker hate list. We're sick of him. He sucked. You know, actually, you want to know time when I left last night? Yeah. So I looked at my buddy. I go, all right. If they don't score in this, it was overtime because I was like, I can't watch this group play. Right. I go, if they don't score right here, we're out because Levert scored like two baskets in a row. Wanamaker shoots a three. I don't think it hit anything. And I looked at him. I said, yep, we out. Are you shitting me, Wanamaker? You suck. I mean, I'm just, I'm done with him. I'm done. Bring up Traymon. I'm done with him. Oh, oh you're done with him now? Oh, oh I've okay. been done so, with him. So March 4th is the day that Matt is officially done with Brad Wanamaker. R.I.P. Brad Wanamaker's yeah. career. And, and I'm sick of, like, the people saying, like, the Celtics, you know, the Celtics, like, scowl and all them. Just like, oh, they just... They love Brad. He appreciates all the minutes he gets out there. Well, listen, I can't name one soft guy on the Celtics roster. Oh, that's perfect. One soft guy, yeah. I can name him. No, I wouldn't say he's it's Wanamaker. No. Yeah. No, it's, he's, I don't think he's soft. I just don't think he's that good. Um, it's 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 Gordon. I just the the, the knee thing last night because he was shooting free throws at halftime. Am I crazy? Uh, I don't, I don't know if crazy. you noticed it. He was shooting free throws at half. He came back on the court to you know before the the you know halftime. Ended. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Ty brought up an and interesting point. Like, like, when we, we were talking before the show, he said like maybe they just didn't care about that game at the end of it because Brad. I mean, Brad said it like I should have well, played guys who his, play more. Yeah. sooner. Well, here's and then here's my problem with that because I agree with you, and they're only up four against the Caps. That's a joke. Anyway, I agree with you that I don't think obviously they didn't care about that game, especially once overtime started. Um, but to blow a twenty point lead, you can't tell me like. I don't care if you care about winning or not. You, you win that game. But what I'm concerned about is how I don't know the I don't have the standings in front of me. How far are they behind Toronto? One and a half coming okay. into. We, we are recording this while the Cavs Celtics game is going on, which so, I will go home and watch afterwards and write about. So you need um, to me personally. The East is a six team uh, conference, right? Yes. And I think it's like a game last night. You need to win. I don't care if you just say it's a regular season, but no, you you're, yeah. you're in a race right now because if you're the two seed, you end up playing the Magic or the Brooklyn Nets. Give me those two scrub ass teams right in the first round. Get it out of the way. That's a sweep. Boom. But hey, you you stay where you are at three. Now you're playing the Pacers. I or the, think the, the Pacers Sixers are the six team right now. Okay, or the Sixers. This, yeah, Either right. Way. Those two teams. I don't want to see in the first round. No. Nope. As much as I think Ben Simmons sucks and Joel Embiid is defi- crazy, no, but they're definitely tougher teams. You can't. You know you, that's you why can't, I said those games are important. You can't just toss those away. And that's what pissed me off last night. You cannot blow these games. You can't take it. And I just. I don't understand the rationale behind Brad. I mean, I get him playing Carson Edwards. I do, and those are the perfect games to do it. But you said it too, like. Uh, 
you just go and was it Shemmy, right? We said it before. Shemmy didn't play till the fourth quarter. Right? No, he didn't play no. overtime. He started in overtime. He played all five it. minutes in overtime, and that's it. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Well, at least at that point, put Romeo in. To be honest with you, at least he Romeo, played, at least Romeo he was starting game. games last month, and now he can't play at all. Last night, well, see, this is he where, played a little bit, and he actually had a nice yeah, dunk. He, he yammed on somebody, but the point is, like, he should have played it overtime. Now Ty's getting excited. Clearly, yesterday, Brad had a plan that he was only going to play. I wouldn't say the scrubs, but guys who don't get run. Right, like Carson Edwards and Shemmy's going to be on the bench. Romeo on the bench. We'll get Wanamaker in. Uh, I mean, yeah. Canada didn't play a whole lot last night. No, still, he did. but um, the, it seemed like he was going out of his way to give more minutes to guys who don't really get the and, run. And that's fine if you're if you're up, you know, like they were up twenty. But dude, close the game, my Christ. Well, I mean, at what point do you look at it and say this shit's getting out of control? We got to put in some guys who are going to lock it down, and you know. But that's, bring it, I don't care. Tyson has five fouls. He came out at the seven-minute mark, didn't come back in until there was one minute left in the game. Yeah. He's one of your best guys. How do you not bring him back in? Yeah, I mean, he's not a—all we hear is he's not a traditional big, right? I get it. The offense, whatever, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about defense because at that point you needed to slow things down, right? So you have—you want to put Rob out there and leave him out there to protect the rim? Fine. Tice can Tice can guard, you know, for, force and be fine. He can hang with a three here and there. You're not going to go put him on Karras, right? So what the fuck is he doing sitting on the bench the whole time? Hey, you're up three with the ball. Six seconds left. You they should have the played game. Romeo all 48 minutes, Ty. I that's, agree. That's what should have happened. <laughs> 100% agree. But I mean, like, that's the other thing that is, that is strange about some of this stuff is when you look at – Brad has said all year it's about the matchups. It's about the matchups. And, and I get that. Like, when we look at the Rockets game, yeah. you're not going to bring Robert Williams in that game. No, no. Sean Hill, the tallest guy, six foot seven. Like, it's just, what's the point? What? I'm sorry. If the Celtics lose to the Cavs tonight, just – I just read this. Kevin Porter Jr. was supposed to start for the Cavs, but forgot to put his jersey on, forcing Delvado to, to get the start. <laughs> if you lose, I'm sorry. If, I know only Tatum was playing tonight. If you lose to this scrub-ass team tonight, that's a problem. You had any action on this game? No. Good. Yeah, smart. Smart effort. But are you happened. kidding me? They got guys that forgot to put on their jersey. This is another. They, they, now they've only the had. Cavs, man. They've Holy only had shit. one other rough stretch. This year. The Celtics? Yeah, that I can yeah. th- really think of. Didn't they lose like three or four in a row? Uh, something like that. It was, I think it was four. But now they have... The, they, so after the Cavs game, they have the Jazz, they have the Thunder, they have the Pacers, yeah, and they have the Bucks. God damn. Dude, that's a good run, is, run right there. Yeah, and the Pacers and the Bucks are on the road. That is a freaking... <laughs> that's going to be a fun stretch, though. But, I mean, well, actually, I'm saying that. Who the hell knows? You're not going to have Jalen for any of those games. Because the Bucks are on Thursday. So he's definitely out for oh, two weeks. It's, yeah, it was, it, Washburn tweeted out a week. when, when uh, Dude, that's the other thing that's concerned. So many of these guys have been hurt, man. Hayward's day-to-day. Well, uh, let's see, now, the Kemba Walker thing, right? Because that's one that's everybody's been thing. really concerned about a lot, right? i got to be honest, I'm not in the same camp as everybody when it comes to the concerns. I think he's actually... Brad has been he definitely... Looked fi- he looked fine last night. Yeah, he looked fine. I mean, I don't think he was full Kemba. But I think he was fine. Mm-hmm. I think that it was his first game back after you know four game layoff. He had the knee inflammation and all that crap. Whatever. Um, it's against the Nets. It's not this you know big big game or whatever. My thing is though, he said it himself. He wanted he would have played in the Rockets game if it's up to him. They the team's making that decision to not have him play. If he was with the, if he was with the Hornets still, he might have sat out one of these games. That was it. I mean, he, he plays all the games. As, Definitely not. He, he doesn't sit I, out. I never complained about Kemen out playing. But I think it's but it's it was, It's not it's not his effort or anything like that or him like his commitment. I guess because you're that's your concern with Hayward. Is, is what it sounds like. I just think he's soft. Okay, I don't think Kem. Yeah. Okay, fine. 
I don't think Kemba's soft. I think the Celtics just want to handle him but with I, kid gloves. And I think they've been doing there that. There is reason to be a little but, reason to be concerned. But they've been but not doing that with everybody. Brown's been out, nicked up like a couple of times. Like I just feel like a lot of these players, and maybe it's just the mentality. Like you know, guys think, back in the day didn't do that just because they had a little injury. You know, I, I think it's Hayward more hurt. than anybody. Oh, Hayward's, it's Hayward's Hayward. worse. J- I mean, I don't think Jalen's. Jalen's had a lot of. Jalen's probably gotten more injuries than anybody this year. Yeah, like just random ass ones. ones. Like it's an ankle one day, it's a hand, whatever. Toughen up, bro. Rub some dirt on. Well, Tatum's the one that's never hurt. I, by the way, have you finally switched yes. over? Okay, good. Uh, I don't know what was the question. Oh, okay. What was the question? I was saying yes because you looked at me. And I, you, I fi- you, yes. you have finally switched over to Tatum is better than Brown, right? Because you were not on that side before. I mean, current day, yes, I would say yeah. I I don't know if I'm ready to. to Say I'm Team Tatum over Jalen Brown just yet. I'll wait till the end of the year before I, you know, that'd be a quick flip flop by me. That'd be a, that'd be a Glenn Ordway flip flop in terms of like two months. No, but at least you give an opinion. Glenn doesn't yes. even do that. He, I, he would say, "Well, the information could change," so I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he'd shit on somebody for going and, and getting too excited about Tatum yep. doing well. Um, Kimber Walker. I'm surprised that you. I mean, I, I respect you not wanting to flip flop tie, but I mean, what more do you need to see? Um, I would like to see Tatum do this for longer than a month. All right. I mean, I'm I'd... not. I'm not convinced this is who he is permanently. Mm-hmm. There's a really good chance it is. A 90 percent chance. I'm throwing it out there, but I would like to see it for a longer sample size. Yeah, he's clearly the better player right now, I and mean, probably going forward. But I'm stern. I'll stay with my guy. Okay. Now, Brown was a 2016 draft pick. So was Levert. I think he was. I think he was 21 yeah. overall. He was something. He was Karis? In the 20s. Yeah, I think he was 21 overall. But he was in the 20s. My question to you guys is Is Karis Levert now a top 10 player in the NBA after what he did the other night? No. I'm kidding. It was a joke. You think, I'm, you think I was actually serious there? I hope not because I'm still pissed about it. About what he did last night. I honestly, man, he's a good player. But that, Come on, that's, shit. I guess anybody in the league can score 50 nowadays. You got to be shitting me. Yeah, I mean, the way the league is now, anybody, you're right. It happens you a lot be more often. Me. You know what was crazy though is he's only the second guy to do that against the Celtics since since the turn of the century. Last well, last year Booker was last, the last year guy. I felt like a bunch of guys were just getting buckets on them. Remember there was like a stretch where everybody was just lighting them up. Like well, Jamal yeah, Murray. I'm not saying they're not lighting them up, but I'm saying you're not having a guy score 50 every night though. If you, the fact that Karis LeVert scored 50 points last night is an absolute How joke. 26. Joke. What, what what pick was he tie? Uh, he was 20. 20. Okay. 20. 26 points in one quarter. That's what a team does. I I couldn't believe. Joke. It was bad. That was his, so. Is that the worst loss under Brad Stevens? I I would say it's it's it has to be. And I, it's got to be the most embarrassing it, one. I it's, think it's embarrassing in the sense, Ty, because you can forget about like I, I've I've gotten over like they've given up a 20 point lead because in the NBA you see it all the time. Happens all the time. It's, no. You got the it's ball. Crazy. Six seconds left, you're up three. You don't lose those games. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. And it's the way they lost it was just really bad. You lose, you lose to, I mean, you lose to the third string guys. You I, that, it, that overtime. Just Harris. How do you not just overt- stop him? No Dinwiddie. No Joe Harris. No, I mean the he, overtime last night was like no watching Prince. a preseason game. That's how pathetic people were literally leaving before the overtime started. They were gone. You yeah. knew it was over when they put out that starting lineup. It was oh so pathetic. Kendall was on the bench. Hayward was done. Jalen was out. Yep. Smart was playing 40 minutes at that point. It was over. Yeah. Um. But I, I would say, though, it seemed like the Heat... 
I just had a total brain fart. Totally forgot where I was going. We were talking about the. We were talking about the fact that this might be the most embarrassing loss for the Celtics ever, or the worst loss. Would you agree with that statement? Because we never hear anything negative about the Celtics from Kyle Draper, and we almost got a negative statement last night out of him. This is incredible. I expected to be almost home by now, Scout. This should have been a ho hum March (laughs) win for the Boston Celtics. They led by twenty one points at one point. But how in the world do they lose this game 129-120? I'm fired up right now. This is a game, Scal. Oh, I don't know. Go ahead. Up. Say it, man. I'm, yeah. I'm frustrated. This is oh. a game. This is ridiculous, could, man. This could not happen. To this haunt the Celtics. This is a game that could be the difference between having home court in the second round versus Toronto or yeah. opening up on the road. Is this the worst loss in the Brad Stevens era? To me, it has to be. Only because you're up big, you close out. You're on a back-to-back. You should be dusting them up with this, right. and you move on. But it, it goes the opposite way. <laughs> Radio.com's own Scal from Scal and Pals. Scal and Pals. Mm. Yes. Slowly gaining traction, but it's it's gaining, I, I, oh, I think. Are, I'm not really it? sure. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, that Scal has a, a fair point that that might be the worst loss under Brad Stevens. Has to be. I mean, my thing is just whenever it comes to that that kind of like you're putting a definitive, the worst ever, I have to go back and look at a bunch of games. If one doesn't pop into your mind, it's probably at least it's, fair to throw it in the conversation. It's, it's definitely in the conversation, and it's, yeah. it is embar- it's definitely embarrassing. It's definitely, it's definitely the most embarrassing. I don't know if that makes it the worst. Maybe it does automatically. I don't know. Because, you I mean, Karis Levert is not a guy. If it, if it was you know Kevin Durant who did it, even with those scrubs, it's like, ah, okay, it makes a little bit more sense. Still ridiculous. But he had, I mean, the best guy after him offensively was was TLC. It shouldn't, I mean, it just shouldn't happen. Um, but yeah, that is the most negative you're going to hear Draper get. It is. I mean, he handed off the, the talking to Scout because he was going to say something negative. I mean, listen to this. 120. I'm fired up right now. This is a game, Scout. No, I'm fired I don't know. Go ahead. Say it, man. I'm, yeah. I'm frustrated. I'm this frustrated. is a game. He just handed it off. He's like, I'm going to say something I'm, I'm going to regret. So here you go, Scout. So you, you could say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated. Drapes is always good to me. I can't. I can't. I mean, I don't. Uh, he sounds like a very nice guy, but incapable of saying anything negative about the Celtics. No, he, he really. Is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I does he get paid by them? Is he an official team employee? Uh, I know it's NBC Sports Boston with the Celtics. But. I don't think so. I don't think he's. An, I don't know. He's not an official team employee. No, no, he's not. I don't think. I don't think Scal is either. Or you, know, none of them are. But I think there's like a the the. the Celtics have a partial ownership in NBC Sports Boston, maybe? This is a great day for Celtics basketball. Yeah, no, I don't I wouldn't say that Tuesday or what was it? What the hell's today? Tuesday. Man, the days are really freaking starting to blend together on me. It is killing me. Um but on um is do you guys have anything else Celtics related or can we get on to I'm, some? I'm off them. Okay. Well actually we're gonna go with a perk take here. What? What does what does Drape have to say? Nothing. 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 I do have He's a, per- a perk take for you guys. Because the Miami Heat have now played the Bucks twice this year, and they are two and zero against them. And they held them to was it sub ninety the other night? I think they scored eighty six or eighty nine points against the the Heat. And Park says that I said on Twitter, do you know, he actually didn't ask the question. He made the proclamation that the Heat have the advantage over the Bucks in a seven game series, which might be the dumbest. He said a lot of dumb things. He also said some smart things too. That might be the dumbest thing that he has said this season so far. How I mean, the Heat are impressive. It would be a dogfight of a series, but you can't say that. But no one has an advantage over the Bucks in a seven-game series unless you're from Los Angeles right now. And even then, I don't know that they necessarily do. That's it. The Bucks have the best player. Exactly. That's the end of the story. So they always have the advantage. I There's think. no question about. It. No, I'm not. Who I'm not questioning Giannis. You. I don't no. know. Hey, but he's got no skill. 
according to James Harden. Oh yeah, that's right. He has no skill. Mm-hmm. You didn't get. To, did you get to talk about that? At nope. All? It's okay. I don't want to because I'm I'm done with James Harden. It sounds like my, he, he's taking all the energy out nah, of you. Nah, yes, and you know what? I watched him this weekend, and I my the proof's in the pudding, bro. You got no skill. You got no right hand, dog. You do have people talking about some of the stereotypes that have blown up around you. Charles Barkley, when they had the All Star draft, was saying, "Oh, no one wants to take James Harden. He's a dribbler." Giannis Antetokounmpo makes a joke on the air about. Uh, I want to take someone who can pass. I'm taking Kemba Walker instead of James Harden. I have more assists than him, I think. You ranked 10th in assists going into the All-Star break, and Kemba ranked 36th in assists going into the All-Star break. So I, don't see, I, don't, I don't see what the joke is. But I don't, <laughs> I don't even, see what the joke I, I is. Even see it. You know, I, don't yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm the like, best player uh, in the league. I just know none of them can mess with me. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. Well, Daryl Morey, your general manager, had a great line to kind of address all of that. He said, being different doesn't really get appreciated until it works. Yeah, or when I'm done, uh, you know, when it's, when it's all yeah. said and done, I won't. Um, I'll appreciate you know, when you're done. They'll appreciate it more, you know. <laughs> but I wish I could just run, run and with seven feet and run and just dunk. Like that takes no skill at all. Uh, that whole take was just a bunch of bullshit, to be honest with you. You're gonna tell me Giannis has no skill? The dude can dribble. He's literally a guard at seven feet tall. Right. Now, seven would, feet and would we dunk. all like to be seven feet tall? Yes, mm-hmm. I get that point of it. But to say he has no skill is bullshit. Because, to be honest with you, bro, I don't think you have that much skill either. Tell me what you do. And you saw my Twitter post. I think what I said is pretty accurate. He does not have a right hand. I watched him the entire game. He went to his right twice and got his shit pinned. His greatest skill is his ability to draw fouls. And that is, I get it, but and, and I also think it's a bullshit NBA rule. Now, I don't think half of them are fouls. Well, I mean, that's what he said. Half of his other moves are travels. Yep. He flops on so many jump shots. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He kicks that, that dri- leg out. That yep. drives me yep. nuts. That drives me nuts. Just he just falls every time. But, like, he's so full of shit. And I, this is where I'm, like, and I know Ty won't like to hear this. But, like, the <laughs> fact that he said that he's the best player <laughs> is bullshit. Because you, if you watch LeBron James still play, he's the best player in the league. I'm sorry. You heard it here. LeBron, wait, LeBron, is Nick LeBron, right over there? What? I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. You just I, said Giannis has the best player. Huh? Giannis, you said you said the Bucks have the best player. No, against yeah. the Heat. Oh, uh, I thought that's what you meant. Oh, uh, uh, that's the best well, player. I just thought you were saying, dude, you can't, you can't fuck around with that mic. You nah, know, it's it's it's, it's, it's still LeBron. I think it's still LeBron's league. I oh wait, well the way, the way it gets covered, absolutely. I mean, you look at Bleacher nah, Report's Twitter. Just, I love seeing them get ripped constantly. They always get thrashed. I mean, he just still like just I don't know. That one so right there made me the greatest player of all time. I don't have to like him, but I can I can respect what I still want. Oh, he's still turning in thirty point triple doubles. He's like, still this is insane. He's yeah, still I mean, he's he's ridiculous. The, I saw the, he, he's absolutely ridiculous, and I saw I don't know it might have been freaking Park again for all I know, but I, I think it was on the jump they were talking about how LeBron being as old as he is and doing as well as he is should factor in to him being the MVP this year and factor in the MV, be a factor in MVP consideration. I, that is no, so ridiculous. Whoever who said that? I think it was on the jump. That, I definitely heard it from one of no, those man or woman. That person should be fired. That is so stupid. Like that is, but that's basically saying Tom Brady is really old this year. So we got to grade no. him on a scale because he's old. He should he should be what? an MVP. Stupid. That seems he should ridiculous. be an MVP for what Tyler just said. He's dropping thirty points, triple doubles. Like that. That's why yeah, he's nobody's the MVP. doing that. The age has nothing to do with no, that. It makes right. it more impressive. But what he's doing, nobody else in the league's doing. Giannis is going to get it over him. Yeah, because and I'm okay with if Giannis does that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's fine with me as long as James Harden doesn't get it. Because I, I I'm still I'm the fact that he thinks he's like when he was like oh I average more assists than him. 
bro, the ball is in your hands for seventy-five <laughs> percent of the game. You have ten assists. What's your what's your turnover? You know, assist to turnover ratio. You turn the ball over a shitload too. Uh, I want to take someone who can pass. I'm taking Kemba Walker instead of James. I want to take. This is where this is where I, I look. You rank tenth. We shit on stats and stuff, but there are stats that I actually care about. I mean, there, there no. are some, like there are oh, some that 100%. are freaking important. But here's the thing: just because you rack up a ton of assists, does not just does, that doesn't mean oh yeah, definitely a good passer. Because there are other good passes not, that you make in the course of a game too. He's not a good passer. The pass to the he's, assist. He's not a good passer. LeBron is a great passer. Well, LeBron is an outstanding passer. He's there's yeah. a difference. Like, don't tell me you're a, this great assist guy. No, you're not. No. You're not a great passer. No, I I don't. I think Giannis is still going to get it because you look at you look at um. Oh, the Bucks are doing. I don't know how you cannot give it to him. And then you have. I mean, I don't think that voters will hold have AD being on his team. I don't think they'll hold that against LeBron. But LeBron yeah. is also a victim of the same thing that Tom Brady's a victim of. Kobe only won it once too, right? Yeah, which he's, is bullshit. He's kind of a victim of. It's like the same thing. And I, I, there are other guys I'm sure you could I, have that I, same thing with through the years. I've always been a big believer in like. To me, the season MVP doesn't mean shit. I, I've always said that. Win the finals MVP. I think that means way more. Well, of course. Because like like you just say, Col- the fact that Kobe Bryant only won one in his career is is a bunch of horse shit. But now, what happens? Now, was Steve Nash a good player and deserve it? Yeah, dude, Kobe was averaging literally 36. Did Nash, like, Nash won it twice, right? I believe so. Ty, can you look that up? I think Nash won it twice, which is, when, when you look at it like Steve that. Nash was good. Like, yes, I, but, he was a really good player. Should he be a two-time MVP and Kobe Bryant? Not, not no. even close but, to Kobe Bryant. Ha- that's what I'm saying. See, I have a problem with arguments like that, though, because in that season, he may have been deserving for MVP, but you would never pick him over LeBron or anyone else no. from the era. So, no. like, Derrick Rose is probably the guy who most people point to. Like, he took an MVP from LeBron. Derrick no, Rose, Rose, Derek, no, Derek Rose Derek has never been better than LeBron. But that season, he was as good as LeBron James was on a it. very Ty, damn good yeah, team. Yeah, but Ty, he deserved it. And, I, and I'm, that's why I'm saying Steve Nash deserved that MVP. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, uh, two-time MVP, Steve Nash. Yeah, two-time. Two-time. That's that, what I'm saying. That shouldn't happen. I, and I, but whatever. He, he deserved it that season. I've always said, whatever, that James Harden, you can win an MVP. Until you win a finals MVP... Right, I think that means way more than any bullshit MVP. Right, I really do. No, I agree. See, that's because then you're then you're winning, and yeah. that's what. But it comes down to. But the thing is that that LeBron, Brady, Kobe, um, that they all kind of fall victim to like these these like generational talents, and it didn't happen to MJ, which is weird, and it's not happening to Mike Trout in baseball either. Is these guys are so freaking good that it's always like, all right, how does they're always like you you expect. X from them. You expect them to be at this level, and if they meet it, it's like, oh, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. But then you get Matt Ryan, who goes and meets it, and then it's like, oh, you got to give it to him, because yeah, he yeah. never 100%, 100%, does it. Exactly. Yeah. And that'll happen to Mahomes probably down the line, too. Yeah. He, he gets his recognition, but eventually, yeah, it's the same it's thing. Like Brady. Yep, it's, it's, the like same, Brady. it's the same thing with LeBron and K, like those guys. And that's, But at the same time, I agree with what you guys are saying. There are times where, that's why I hate the friggin' Trout argument. It's like, oh, he's the best player in the game. Well, yeah, he is, but there are guys who play better than him that year. That happens with yeah. Steph, right? I mean, yeah. it happens with KD. Because we just, like, LeBron just sits on this pedestal, and if he doesn't live up to it, like, he could still have a good season, but if he's not exceeding what every what he's already done, people are like, eh, hey, whatever. That's why I've always tried to appreciate, like, how good of a basketball player he is. Now, do I hate all the other bullshit about him? Yes. Like, you know, how he, how he acts on the court. But, like, as a, as a basketball player, has, like, an IQ, you know, everything about him. Yes. You know, it's, I try to appreciate it because you won't. Like, James Harden, I will never appreciate you after you're done. LeBron, I will. <laughs> LeBron, I, I just will. I none of them can mess with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's just, he's just a tool. Like, I, you know, he sucks. Here's a hot take for you. 
He the fact that Russell Westbrook has had to deal with him all season long and they're still successful. Russell Westbrook should be the MVP of the NBA. Yeah, I, I, I just hate that whole team. That's, so. that's my stance now. Should, I'm sticking just, with it. They should just get rid of that whole team. You say you hate that whole team now. Yeah. Why do you hate that whole team? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I like Russ. I like uh, Tucker. I, and, I, and again, I stand by this. I like him, but I would not. I don't know that I'd want to necessarily no, have know. him on my team. I, I feel like Austin Rivers hasn't made a bucket in like three years. <laughs> He's just always no, that he white. Had a, he had a, dude, he had a really good like high school mixtape, and that was he was insane, it. insane at Duke. Yeah. He, had, I think that last book he's ever made in his career was the game winner right, at, at North Carolina. That was a bucket. Other than yeah. that, that guy misses long on every three point <laughs> shot he ever takes in his whole career. It's unbelievable. I love it. I, he's not. I mean, seriously, one of the best high school mixtapes I've ever seen. And the UNC three was crazy. He, he was supposed to be the truth, and he just misses a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, he's no, yeah. He, he's not panned out. He is like, who he is. Uh, like we thought, what well, like we thought he was going to when he got drafted. You know what? The one guy who has um, kind of like finally picked it up this year, one of the rookies, is R.J. Barrett. And what did I tell you guys? And I said I, I might have actually said it. Maybe I said it was Shime when we did a crossover. Um, no, the, I definitely the said the wind tunnels or whatever. Yeah, but I definitely said it to you guys. I thought R.J. Barrett was Zion being out for so long that if R.J. Barrett was almost as good as Ja. Not quite as good, but almost as good. He was going to start getting Rookie of the Year recognition. Do you guys remember me saying that? Mm-hmm. That he was going to be in that conversation? Right now, who would you guys vote as your Rookie of the Year? Unanimous? Ja. Ja. With, with Zion closing very hard. Wait, yeah, you, Z- yeah, he's he going to get a lot of votes because of his hype. I don't think he should get it. No, because super he missed, efficient. He missed exactly. Many. He's he's outstanding, and he's the better player, but I mean, there's something to be said about durability and actually freaking playing. Fine. You know, obviously, he's going to be better. But now I'm seeing a headline out of the New York Post saying, R.J. Barrett making waves in Zion williamson John Morant debate. I mean, what the f- why is R.J. Barrett's not – I mean, he's, the Knicks suck, first of all. I get he's a rookie, but the Knicks suck. The Knicks are horrible. There's no way that Ja does not, should not get this award. I mean, he's the number one candidate by far – I feel like this is the biggest. This may be the biggest lock of any award. Defensive Player of the Year is still up in the air. Um, uh, MVP is still up in the air. I think Rookie of the Year. It's easily John Morant. I don't care what Zion Williamson does for the rest of the season. He's he's the max he can play is what, like not even forty games. You can't not play half the year and win that award. Well, Ben a- Simmons award. almost won it without being a rookie. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that was that was stupid. No, I, good point, I mean, Ty. I, I, good I think point. Zion, Zion might actually win it, but I, don't think I, he just, I honestly think he will win it because of like Ty said the hype. But uh, he's literally unstoppable. He what he did to Kuzma on when they played. I, I don't oh. remember what day it was. Oh my god! <laughs> that was unstoppable. That was like that was like me playing like a third grader in the back and putting the hoop down. To like that was your feet. teachers versus students yes. picture game. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. I, if I wanted to do that to a student, that's what it would have looked like. Yeah, I mean, actually, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. But what I, that was like, your, you I, had your Zion moment though. Go check out uh, Five Out on Twitter, guys, and you'll see, you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> you were on the thing. Pelicans going to make the playoffs. The only thing I don't like about the Pelicans when I watch that Lakers game, I mean, was there any defense being played in that game? I mean, at one time it just looked like an All Star game. Like, they would come yeah. down, dunk. Lakers would come down, layup. You know, even after well, LeBron hit a ridiculous three after that Zion dunk. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like they're really good well, offensively. They push the ball. Uh, Lonzo makes really good passes, but they they just don't they don't get stops. I think that the the Grizzlies are in a little bit of trouble with injuries. As much as they're still, as we're doing the podcast, and they it'll take a couple games for them to drop, but they're still eighth. But you have Jaron Jackson who's hurt. You have Clark that's hurt too. Um, 
I don't know. And you have four teams nipping at your heels now, too, because the freaking Kings came out of nowhere, and they're the number nine team as we're recording this. So you have them, you have the Blazers, the Spurs, who, I mean, no offense to Fennis Dembo, but I mean, does he? do we still think the Spurs are going to no, get in? And we're out on them. They've been cemented in that like 10 to 9 range for a while. It's going to be the Kings or the Pelicans that somehow sneak in, if it's not the Grizzlies. Um, but I, I still think that the Pelicans are going to find a way to sneak in. I do. I just think that Zion's a force. I mean, and I don't think I have to convince you, Ty, that he, they'll sneak their way in. Yeah, with him and Drew Holiday, they should clearly overtake whoever's there for the eight seed. And then, and then you have Brandon Ingram, it's too. Memphis right, right now, right? Is it, yeah, Memphis. At the eight seed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, New Orleans clearly the better team. Well, I mean, when they get their shit going. When they get their shit going, yeah, they're clearly the better New team. And I, think oh, they yeah. have, and I think they have a. Right now, they have a better ceiling, but. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Without Jackson, without Brandon, Clark. I want to see them with with Jackson and Brandon Clark out there going against full one strength, another. Full strength, full yeah, because yeah. they don't have they, they don't have that right now. I don't know how long they're necessarily going to be out for. We, we I think it was two weeks for both of those guys, and I know Clark doesn't have the same role as Jaron Jackson, but not having him is not having either both of those guys is pretty significant at the same time. Um, but as much as the the RJ Barrett thing is annoying. It's not even the friggin' most ridiculous thing coming out of New York this week. It's that whole Spike Lee fiasco. I mean, this guy, when you think of super fans it, across Spike sports, Lee. there's one guy who's... who's like, when I think of the Knicks, I think of Spike Lee. I don't even think of any of the bum-ass players on their team. There you go. I mean, that's it right there. It's I think of James Dolan first because he's such a friggin' clown and, again, proving it. But... You go, and this is the guy who's kind of like basically. I mean, he's a face of the franchise. Do he, you feel about that same way about him, Ty? He's the face of the Knicks franchise. I would agree with you guys. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, this is the face of the franchise, and then this video surfaces on Twitter of him at the Garden, and he actually explained it on first take the other day, right? I've been using the same entrance for twenty-eight plus years. The employees' entrance on Thirty-third Street. Yesterday, last night, I go in, my ticket gets scanned. Oh, I'm no. in. I well, you know the elevator. Yes. I go in the elevator, and elevator. I, and also, people having their ticket scanned also, and elevator's not moving. And the security guy comes to me and says, "We need you to get off the elevator." I said, "For what?" So we well, we could speak about it now. I said, "I'm not getting out of the elevator. The garden floor is on the fifth floor. Elevator go up to five, and security's waiting for you. Like he just ran out of Macy's stealing something." <laughs> he says, "Mr. Lee, you have to leave Madison Square Garden. Walk outside." That out to 33rd Street employee entrance where I came from, walk outside and come back on 31st Street. Am so, I supposed to feel bad for him? Uh, no, uh, like, I don't think you should feel bad for him. I just think it's like, uh, what a ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't feel bad for Spike, but I just think that it's you're <laughs> this is unbelievably disrespectful for a guy who, yeah, literally, they, did with, you break that when they broke down how much money he has paid? 10 million dollars watching that scrub ass team <laughs> for that product don't ever make fun of green they should again. literally Spike is just <laughs> they should literally carry him to his seats how much money he has paid for that bullshit product oh my god dude i mean so, now, this no, is like maybe the third or fourth time i've heard this cut but i i didn't really grasp the point where he said like hey they asked me to come off the elevator and i was like no i'm not leaving the elevator isn't that grounds to get you kicked off of out of the premises? I know he's donated, not donated. I know he's bought <laughs> he's millions don- of dollars. He's, he's worth donated. Of, he basically is donating money to the Knicks program. They're a charity at this point. Seriously, but if he's defying orders from stadium personnel about, hey, can you come off the elevator? We didn't talk to you about. There's a new entrance. We want you to use it. Mm. He refused that conversation and said, "I'm not getting off this elevator." An elevator. I, also, people having their ticket scanned. Also, okay, so. 
there are, there's a new entrance for ticket holders. Yep. They wanted to tell you about it. You refused that conversation, and he's being kicked out. But he's also, I mean, okay, now he said it in the course of the whole thing. Yeah. He said, I have not asked for special treatment as a celebrity. Obviously, Spike Lee's what, he's like an Academy Award-winning director, right? I mean, he, I think it's Academy that he's won. Either way, he's a big deal. He doesn't ask for that special treatment. Fine. So when he when something like this comes up, if he's not asking for that special treatment, to me, it doesn't bother me as much. Now, if one yeah. of us did it, yeah, it's grounds to get kicked out because who the hell are we? But and, and I know the Knicks do shit like this all the time. I think Frank Isola tweeted that out. Yep. This happens to everybody all the time. Shit gets moved around and we don't know. But he's got a point. They have my Spike said it. They have my number. If I don't make my deposit for my tickets or whatever yeah, in a given month, me up. they're hitting me up. Why don't they just tell me this same issue? It randomly happens. They were doing it right there in the elevator, and he said, I don't want to talk about they it. they don't tell me about it beforehand. They wait till I'm at the game, and they wanted him. But they said to him, they want you to leave and come back in, which you know. I mean, he said After it. he refused the conversation. But they were but they were telling him, and that's what they wanted to tell him to do, though. Not to go on, the, to get off the elevator and go through a different entrance. He already had his ticket yeah. scan. You can't get back in. Now, I don't even know. And again, I don't know. Maybe Spike could get in, but you, the general public, you yeah. can't get back in. They were pretty much telling him to walk, get out of the elevator and go through a different entrance. Yeah. And that's why he was like, no, screw that. I already got my ticket scanned. Now, I you, don't know if they would have approached, had that same approach if he would have said, came out of the elevator and been like, yeah, I'm willing to talk with you because I want to run it back one more time on this clip. I've been using the same entrance for 28 plus years. Okay, cool. Employees entrance on 33rd Street. Good Street. for you. That makes a Yesterday, difference. last night, I go in, my ticket gets scanned. Yep. I'm in. Cool. I walk into the elevator. <laughs> yeah, go in the elevator. <laughs> an elevator. And also, people having their ticket scanned also. An elevator's not moving. And the security guy comes to me and says, we need you to get off the elevator. So Yes, and he refused. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we have no idea they would ever approach him about going outside and coming back. And at right. this point, he's refused the conversation from state from a person... A person who works at MSG. Mm-hmm. And so here's more of the and clip. And the security guy comes and says, we need you to get off the elevator. Wait, okay. But said, the way he, he's illustrating that story right there, I'm under the impression he's not the only person on that elevator that just got their ticket scanned. So why are they asking Spike to get off it? Because it made, he made it sound like there were other people there and they only asked me. Like that's what that to me that sounds weird. He's usually by himself, it seems like. So he probably was the only one in his party or in the group of the elevator that used the special entrance that is no longer being used, mm-hmm. and he was not informed about it because he refused the conversation from Nick's MSG employees. Am I, I'm, not, I'm trying to play a devil's advocate here. I, I know think, you are. I, think I know the, you are. I think Knicks, you see, do you see how hard you're having to work here? But the Knicks are total assholes, and I think that <laughs> Spike Lee may also be an asshole here because he did not want to talk to employees at the stadium, and then now he said, oh, I'm the victim here. Well, I mean, here's, here's is my— Is there not a chance that they may have explained the, the policy, the new policy, when they were trying to ask you out of the elevator? Maybe, but then he would have said, I'm not leaving still. He wouldn't have left because, he's, cause he, like you said, he already got his tickets. So no, I don't it's feel bad for him getting kicked out of MSG. And what? they didn't kick him out. They yeah. told him you must leave and then come back to the right entrance. And he's, which which he's is so still, stupid. He still didn't do it. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Is he's, but he knows when this shit like this is happening, this is a Dolan power move. This is like this. Is, it's oh, hundred percent. It's absolutely. I mean, and then the Knicks come out with a response to the whole thing, and they said the idea that Spike Lee is a victim because we have repeatedly asked him to not use our employee entrance and instead use a dedicated VIP entrance. Oh which is used by every other celebrity who enters the garden, is laughable. It's disappointing that Spike would create this false controversy to perpetuate drama. 
He is welcome to the to, to come to the garden anytime via the VIP or general entrance, just not through our employee entrance, which is what he and Jim agreed to last night when they shook hands. See, I actually believe the New York Knicks. <laughs> I believe well, that dumpster we're never fire Spike on the show now. I believe that dumpster Although, fire trash has an organization. They have nothing to gain by treating their number one most visible fan in the entire city, and probably of all of the sports. Basketball, baseball, football, and New York City, he's probably the most visible fan mm. of New York sports, right? Mm-hmm. I would assume so. Well, they just screwed that up. They have nothing to gain by treating him like garbage. Well, they just did. I think, But we... he wanted to make it a thing by saying, oh, yeah, Stephen yeah. Smith, I'll go on first take. I'll mm-hmm. tell you the story. You think he's telling 100% the truth, or maybe he's stretching a little bit. I mean, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, Ty. I'm not giving Spike Lee the benefit of the doubt. That's my point. Oh, wow. Okay. I, well, I'll tell you what. If he's doing it to get Dolan out... I don't entirely hate it. <laughs> Me neither. Hopefully it works sucks. faster. I mean, not that I want us to see the Knicks good, but I wouldn't mind seeing him be a little bit competitive where it's just like, you know, it's, we, don't need some, we don't need all these throwaway games. I'd I like to see, I, honestly, I enjoy a New York team losing more when they're supposed to be good. Like the the, the Knicks who just have zero expectations from the doormat of the, of the league. Ugh. What's this last thing you wrote in here, Ty? Should Steph Curry return for this season? Yeah, why the hell not? I, there's nothing to gain. Oh, you want to kind of get some game reps, though. Yeah. I would think. I don't know. I was, we, we actually talked about There's last There's a time. reason they're holding him out still. Yeah, there is. Because they want to make sure they you get think that. Steph Curry needs game reps? They want to try and help uh, their chances I mean, I think it just, hel- I mean, it just helps as a player. You get that feel. Like, if he waits all the way. not Again, Ty, I, I think we're just, like, nipping at it. Like, I don't. I, if he sat out the rest of the year, would I think it's a big deal? No. But I'm saying as a player, maybe you just want some game reps. Ty wants him know. to sit. Ty wants him to get his load management. If you, if you I, just don't want, I do not want the Warriors to get the number one pick. Just do, oh, I don't I want them to get the number one pick, so please play Steph. Yeah, I got, yeah, please I got play what you're saying. I got oh, what you're saying. That'd be wild. Um, I, I actually just got the update 14 minutes ago. Steph to return on Thursday. Oh. He's missed 58 games. So depending on when you're listening. There you go. Why'd you, write, why'd you write Luca or Zion? That was actually Ty that added that in there, too. No. Because that was a big first take topic today, was uh, whether was you would choose Luca or Zion. I would take Luca. Hmm. And I the reason see the right reason, now I take Luca, but I mean I trying to project out five years. I just I, take I just Luka know too. what Zion is. Oh, do and you? like I oh here we go. Well, hold on, and this is what I, my problem is with like guys like Tatum and all. I don't think they're like really. Remember we talked about this. Like what I like about Luca is he makes other people around him better. Uh huh. Yes, I, I value that more. Yes, that's Zion important. an absolute monster. Yeah, I just. I'd rather have a guy that create, you know, makes everybody around him better too. Right. He Zion makes it easier for everybody to create for him, yeah. whereas Luca's kind of the inverse. <laughs> makes, yeah. yeah, I mean Lonzo's a, Lonzo's a much more effective player when you have Zion out there because oh, yeah. I mean, he can just throw it up. Go get it, dude. Yeah, I think I'd take Luca. Ty, you, you t- Ty would take Zion. He's a Zion guy. No, I would take Luca. Would you Thank really? You. Wow. We're all he's the complete. He's the complete player, and that was yes. the great point that Matt made was that like the next step for Jason Tatum is evolution is to make. He has to make other people better. Exactly. He, does, he doesn't. He doesn't. And once he makes other players better, it in turn makes his offensive then, game more potent. Then because, you become a superstar, right? If he, if you know that Jason Tatum is capable of doing a LeBron James pass one hand. It's you gotta guard the other guys tighter too. So that's Jason Tatum's next step. Luca came into the NBA already capable of that. Right. I mean, that Dallas team yeah. is literally there because of him. Yep. Oh yeah. It's not like they have a great, you know No. Remember we talked about at the beginning of the year, I was like that they just have two players to me. Mm-hmm. But they surround them with guys that he can make better. Shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Luca, you know, Luca make better. So I would take I'll probably take Luca, but that's you know, I'm not saying Zion's not an absolute animal. He also looks really. They were saying like he's close to 300 pounds well, or something like that. This is crazy. Holy shit! 
How you, I mean, how, I mean, he's an absolute tank. How are you going to take? How who's going to stop that? Oh my god! I, I don't get Kuzma. I honestly don't. Yeah, I think he, he's, he, not, yeah, he's overrated. It's the blonde hair he's in so, being in LA. He's, he's so, weird. He's so. I mean, he's not a bum, but he is so freaking overrated. I don't. I don't get it. Like I would he, take Chris Middleton over Kyle Kuzma. I don't think that's a ridiculous take at all. I think I think I'm there with you, especially if they're playing the Celtics, because we all know he turns into freaking Kobe every he time he plays the Celtics. He could be on one leg and he's going to go freaking like. Ten for twelve, stupid. Um, do do you have a, a shout out this week? You haven't had one in a while. I have one. If you don't, I have like three actually. Okay, shout them out. Okay, so Northwestern women's basketball, which I went to pff, almost all their home games, and when I was in college, they were crowned Big Ten champs this year. Congrats to them. Joe McEwen was the coach of the year, and then Steve Burton's daughter, Veronica, uh, Steve Burton, of course, of WBZ, she was named the Defensive Player of the Year. So congrats to all of them. I am very happy for them to see the program. I mean, like, Joe was good. Like, he, he they developed a lot when he was there, like, when he first started, because I was there fairly early on. But to see him now, like, <laughs> freaking coach of the year? I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see him win the whole thing. You got something you want to say? No, that, no? no, I'm just listening. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. It's- because I did, I did see that picture. Yeah, of, of yeah. Joe. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know it was like this year. He's up for coach of the year. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it was him and another Big Ten coach, but I mean he's obviously going to have the advantage over whoever that's, the hell else awesome. is. But do either you two have anything it's else? Good, good for the program. Yes, because their boys team sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean that's pretty much par for the course. <laughs> uh, do either you two have anything else that you wanted to add, Ty? Hey, I'll be at the Celtics Jazz game on Friday. I'm expecting Ooh. better results. Ty, are you going to be going? To Celtics Jazz, you haven't been to. You, you, I think Ty's only game that he's been to this year is the Hawks game, uh, yeah. and he fell in love with Trey. He's right in love with Trey. <laughs> Did not play Vince Carter. I don't know what the head coach is doing. He should be required to play Vin, yeah. Vince Carter in games. And that 100%. would have been the night that he officially would have became the first player to play. Was it four decades he's played in? It was or three yeah. decades. And he passed on three it. decades. Things three decades. Jesus. No four. 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 Yeah, it's four. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, we will talk to you all again next week. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.